Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Boom up, America. Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hassle protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Uh, tonight could be the last game of the Boston Celtics season, but it feels like um, I'm just going to be honest with you. I truly enjoy, I don't yeah, how am I going to, uh, this is a, I don't want to make it a third rail topic. I don't enjoy loss of property and definitely not loss of life. Okay. So please don't say, oh, Godly loves hurricanes. No, what I love about, I'm fascinated about hurricane season is, does anybody else when they're flipping around, you turn on the, the, the weather channel and you're like, wait, they, they know what's going to be a hurricane like three weeks before? That's crazy. And they're like, well, you know, here's some hurricane, this and then you look at the, they know the wind patterns and where it's going to end up. Now, look, there's a lot of, there's 
thousands of variables and all these different tracks. And if this goes here and this goes there, it's like, wow. Um, in many ways, more complex than your draft board for the NFL or NBA draft. That said, they'll look at it and like, oh, this could be a this could be something brewing here. That's what we have in Boston tonight. Gabe Vincent, who's a remarkable story, right? Towards ACL in college, uh, fourth leading scorer at UC Santa Barbara when he finished. Gabe Vincent has become a gigantic part of the Heat's offensive machine in the playoffs. Obviously, no Tyler Hero makes makes him have to score more points. Average about nine and a half in the regular season, averaging well into double figures in the postseason. And he's out tonight with a sprained ankle. Additionally, when you miss a game, it's not like when you come back in game six, all good. Right? If you're if you're so injured that you have to miss a game in two days, you don't come back, you're like, nope, I'm okay. It's not how it works. So I I I told you I thought game six is the game that decides this series, meaning I believe the Celtics are going to win game five. Now Gabe Vincent's out. I think it's even more likely. And you're like, well, hold on, dude. He's not, you know, they've been doing it with undrafted guys anyway. There's no reason they can't do this now. And yada, yada, yada. Just remember, here's the thing about, you know, when you start working further and further down the bench. You know, when your sixth man becomes your starter, Suddenly now, you don't have nearly the advantage using a six-man. Right? They're just, they're different. And uh, if, if that means they insert Caleb Martin or Kyle Lowry, like Kyle Lowry at 28 minutes a game, you can spot him minutes and find ways to, okay, who can we hide him on because he doesn't move nearly as well? Can we put him on Malcolm Brogdon, who's not a crazy athlete, you know? Uh, you put Caleb Martin, again, Caleb Martin, is a, there's a reason. I know he played 35 minutes, but that was because you don't really play Kevin Love. And now you're not really going to play, you're not going to play Gabe Vincent either. You start going deeper and deeper down that bench, there's a reason those guys are on your bench. So I, I view this as it, it's not a full-blown hurricane. They're not staring in the face of a storm, but man, it sure feels like one's brewing just off the coast of uh, Cuba, right? This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. The other story of the day is this lack of attention that the Denver Nuggets feel like they're getting. And one guy has kind of stepped in it. And one guy, of course, is always above the fray. The guy who stepped in it is uh, Chris Mannix, who I consider a friend. You know, he's a Boston guy. He has this weird kind of uh, double role where he's covers boxing and then he's an insider in the NBA. We'll get to what he said upcoming. First, though, here's Charles Barkley on the lack of attention that the Nuggets feel. I was so mad watching TV this morning to everything. Listen, we all love LeBron. He didn't say he was retiring yet, but he does that. We'll do all that other, that stuff. <laughs> but it should have been all about the Denver Nuggets and Joker, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter, and those guys. Um, like, like, look, here's the reality to it. Here's the reality to it. Um, like, Michael Porter doesn't move the meter. You know, he doesn't move the meter. Uh, 
Jokic should move the meter, but no one moves the meter in the NBA like LeBron. Additionally, we actually do this in all of the sports, not just in terms of covering the bigger name teams or bigger name players. We, the day after the game, we talk about the team that lost more than the team that won. You know, the, the Super Bowl is the only one, but again, that's the conclusion of it. And what we do with Super Bowl, World Series, NBA champion is we always, uh, the first time a team wins, we, it, we create, it's got to be a dynasty. There's a dynasty to it. But with the exception of the, the final chapter, every other NFC, go back to the NFC and AFC championship game. Right? We talk afterwards about the team that lost because we're not going to talk about them again. Now, the other part to it is like, man, and I said this after game one of the Nuggets series against the Lakers, which, and I mean this, uh, Jay Stu says he's watched Lakers versus Denver full game a couple of times this year. I call BS on that. I don't think hardly anybody has watched the Nuggets except for a Nuggets fan. Even Nuggets fans like, yeah, I watched a couple of games. It's just a, that's just the NBA. But, but there's, there's no, um, here's the thing the Nuggets have going against them. They've never won anything. They're in the mountain time zone. Um, though they have arguably or inarguably or, you know, whatever level of best player in the NBA, he's also foreign born. And even if he's incredibly entertaining and engaging to listen to talk to, and he's, He's kind of theatrical with how he carries himself and if he complains or if he, when he talks to his teammates in the huddle, all that different stuff, no one really knows who he is. They don't know who he is. So just because you're better than someone else at something doesn't make you more popular, more polarizing, more followable, more interesting. I've, I've tried to, explain this to college football fans forever or college basketball fans and like with conference realignment well how come we wouldn't put our conference in that conference we've been better because that doesn't actually matter it's not about who's better right now it's about who has a bigger fan base and brings more eyes that's it right the reason that the big 10 is as or maybe even more valuable than the SEC when the SEC has been far and away a better conference in college football. I mean, let's just be honest, far and away a better conference really across the board. I think volleyball is the one place where the Big Ten can say, like, we've been dominant. Because they got Nebraska and Penn State are really, really good. You know, I I can't can't go that deep on most sports. I can tell you baseball – SEC because they've used NIL and they've gotten they got great players. They already have great programs. Football, basketball hasn't seen as much success, but still pretty good. But the reason that the Big Ten that hasn't won a national championship, I think since Michigan State in basketball, and has really struggled outside of Ohio State, and Ohio State hasn't always been great in terms of competing for a national championship in college football. The reason that they're as or more valuable has nothing to do with the success of their teams. They got to be relatively successful, but it's because you have the biggest alumni bases collectively. Like, well, how do you get that math? Like, 
Look at the size of Ohio State, the size of Penn State, the size of Illinois, the size of Minnesota, the size, you know, go through it all. The biggest alumni bases. And here's another one, snowbound states. So when you're in football season, basketball season, like they're inside watching TV. The Pac-12 Conference of Champions has been way better across the board in collegiate sports. But they, they uh, there's several schools that are smaller. Stanford is the Northwestern or whatever. Uh, but the biggest thing is like the alumni family, they don't, they're in big cities and they don't really care. That's it. And you go by historical data of who watches and how much they watch. And that's where your value is created. And we have this across the landscape of sports, Right. I mean, I would argue that the WNBA is actually disproportionately covered by by uh, ESPN because of one, their partnership with the NBA and two, the fact that they own the rights to the WNBA. There, there isn't a metric that tells you that they should get the, the, the volume of coverage on all of their shows, especially on SportsCenter. But because they own it, they get more coverage. But how many times have we heard like we should be we should get the same amount of pay we should get like, no, you shouldn't. These are all business decisions. That's it. And in the business of covering sports, it's no like the business of covering anything else or no, no different than, than top 40 radio play the hits. And maybe that's the genius to LeBron in that LeBron in a moment where we could be covering the nuggets or talking about his team's demise or talking about how they got swept. LeBron throws a little chum in the water and says the words, you know, and, 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 doesn't say the word retirement, but does say that, you know, he's got to take a look at things that grabs our attention because it's LeBron James. And you may have fatigue with the coverage of LeBron James. I may have fatigue with the coverage of LeBron James, but that's simply the way it works. And I push back against this for years and they'll tell you like, that's great, but why don't you take calls? Well, because there's no metric that says more people listen when you take calls. So I don't take calls. Well, if there's no metric that says you should talk Denver Nuggets basketball in the middle of the season, there's nothing to talk about. They're awesome. We talked actually a lot about it. I defended Jokic. The most we talked about the Denver Nuggets was after he had won two MVPs when Kendrick Perkins said, hey, you know, I think he basically got a special exemption for not being a great scorer because he's white. That's basically what he said. And we talked about them. Maybe it's their lack of drama. Maybe it's their lack of championships. Maybe it's the fact that their best player is foreign-born and we didn't grow up watching him grow up, play in AAU basketball, in college basketball, whatever. Maybe it's the fact that they're in Denver, a former ABA team, or the fact that Denver's not even seen as a great basketball town, right? It's football, then maybe hockey, and then basketball and, and baseball at times, right? Or maybe it's a little bit of all these things. But, but we're a- acting like covering the Nuggets after a win should parallel the discussion about whether or not LeBron James is going to retire is laughable in the business of television and radio. And I think Charles knows it deep down. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet... 
there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What up, the Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Beautiful and screw up bride would be. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, one place, bundle and save, progressive.com. Um, I do know where this all started. Right. It all started with there was an article in The Ringer about LeBron to the Warriors. Right. The Ringer is a um, is a website which really links to the podcast from Bill Simmons. And it was written by Kevin O'Connor, a really talented dude, covers the NBA. And he talks about LeBron is actually weighing retirement or LeBron might retire for a year. Um, or that LeBron is publicly negotiating again, right? Who he wants. But number four was, there was three different reasons. Then number four was LeBron demands a trade, right? Remember, there was a lot of talk about Draymond Green to the Lakers. That seems to have died. Although Draymond Green suddenly became LeBron James's best friend. So remember, LeBron said that uh, he's close with Draymond and that he was at Draymond's wedding. And he's already said that Steph Curry is the current player he'd most like to play with. 
Like, hmm. Hmm. Wait a second. Let's create trade speculation that LeBron would go to the Warriors. Uh, If only we had some sort of historical reference for a star player going to play with Steph Curry, winning a championship, and it affecting how they're perceived in and out of the NBA. If only we had a only we had somebody like a parallel to draw. Oh wait, we do. Right? Oh wait, we do. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, we actually do. We already have one. So, um, how'd that work out for Kevin Durant? Not great. There's the the minor matter of minor matter of the fact that LeBron and and we can be critical and I've been critical of how he views Bronny James basketball talents, how good Bronny actually is. He's no different than any other dad, right? Uh, Bronny can play out here. Bronny's like, dude, Bronny cannot play out there right now. Can you get, will somebody draft him and put him on your team? Of course. But that doesn't mean on his own merit he could. Like, he's a kid and he didn't have a great senior year in high school. You think he's going to play in the NBA? Why? So, he's going to play in the NBA, but there's you think LeBron's going to be a 45-minute flight away? He would never join the Warriors because of what it would do to his reputation. He would never join the Warriors because of the proximity, or lack thereof, to either of his sons playing this upcoming year, plus his daughter's already enrolled in school. So LeBron, no matter how much he, he loves the idea of playing with Steph Curry, and personally has a great affinity for Draymond Green. He would not go for it. So there's three things it takes to make a trade happen. Both teams and the player. You don't have the player. And then, oh yeah, by the way, you think the Lakers are going to go like, hey, who's the best asset we have? Yeah, we, we are, we're a mom and pop operation. We have our own TV network. In order to sell tickets for next year, we need to have LeBron. In order to sell advertising for Spectrum Sportsnet, we need to have LeBron. It's our greatest chance of being successful. And oh yeah, by the way, if we trade away LeBron, we're probably going to have to trade away Anthony Davis as well. He's a clutch client. We move mountains to get him. We're going to start over. Yeah, it's not happening. I don't think I know it's not happening. And I, I believe that both Nick Wright and Colin Cowherd, both who kind of echo this is, Hey, you know, like, look, it's, it's possible. No, it's not. No, it's not because it doesn't take into account the realities of things, the realities of things. I just learned that Discover Credit Cards does something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double your cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you earn is doubled. Cash back on trips, restaurants, all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Let's welcome in Mark Medina. He's our Fox Sports Radio NBA insider. Um, Percentage chance LeBron James would become a warrior. Doug, I'm with you. It's at exactly 0%. I don't think the Warriors want LeBron James, and I don't think the Lakers want to trade LeBron James. Okay, let's move on. Um, 
I I see. I viewed. Well, let's let's stick with LeBron. Why do you think there was? Remember, there was the the Brian Windhorst about that he could be done uh, after the, if they if they lose if they get swept. Then he answers it and says, "I got stuff to think about." Why do you think he allowed us to speculate about the possibility of his retirement? Well, look, Doug, you never rule out anything calculated that LeBron James has done, you know, as far as, you know, messages to the media and as some part of plan of, you know, having some sort of leverage over the franchise. But, you know, I was told in the immediate aftermath from people around him that it was, you know, purely state of the emotions, you know, frustration with losing, uh, you know, the four-game sweep to Denver, the fact that he emptied the clip and still came up short uh, as his body wore down, the the exhaustion of playing through that foot injury, it wasn't something that could have been career-ending, but the reality is doctors advised that surgery could be an option. Um, and also, Carmel Anthony, you know, his retirement announcement, I think, you know, brought some retrospective feelings about his friendship with him and the idea of ending a career. But their suspicion is that you give LeBron a few days or a week to recharge and clear the head, he'll be back right to hoop again so that's what they say they think is the case but knowing LeBron will we'll have to wait and see here yeah I, I think I, I personally think that uh, at least part of what he's setting us up for is um, that the the Howard Stern contract deal right like Howard Stern Jay Stu doesn't he only work three days a week that sounds right yeah. I think he does three days a week Right. And he's like, look, man, I'm going to have this surgery, but I'm going to put it off till I have it. And then when I have it, I'm going to take my time in rehab and nobody's going to say anything to me. Um, I'm going to be able to see Bronny play at SC and I'll be able to say Bryce play at Campbell Hall. And and meanwhile, you're going to go in and get me that extra piece and we'll try and make one last run before Bronny joins me. That that feels more more likely to me. Yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. And I think, look, the Lakers are kind of operating under that wave of, okay, oh, we'll give LeBron all the time we need. he needs. We don't need to talk to him right away. But I think what's interesting uh, here, Doug, is will this be a point of disagreement and contention between LeBron and the Lakers? The Lakers clearly lean on the fact that they want to retain as much of the roster as they can, at least enough to have continuity. Does LeBron think that Kyrie Irving is the better uh, fit or getting a big-name player? And I think that in the years past, it would seem to be that LeBron would tilt toward the latter because he played with them, established star, et cetera. But all he needs to do is look at this past year to see that continuity and depth is the much better play than having a star player that may have question marks, i.e. Russell Westbrook. And while Russell and Kyrie are much different players. Kyrie's much more proven when he's on the court. I think that you'd be signing up for the same nonsense of you never know uh, what the availability is, and you're also going to have to give up so much depth that, you know, when he's available or not, there's just going to be so many, you know, plugs in the roster that just makes this difficult. And I think the other thing, Doug, here is while, you know, LeBron's going to be a year older next year, and, you know, you're going to have to see how Father Time continues to jab at him, a lot of him running out of fumes this year was a direct result of what he had to do before the trade deadline of just emptying the clip, everything falling on him. And so I think that there is, you know, some argument that the Lakers can have for LeBron of, look, if we retain as much as we have here, it might not be a dramatic game changer, but it would, in theory, 
give you the ability to reduce your workload opening next season. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, am I missing something? Like, I, I admit, I hadn't watched it much of the Nuggets this season. I didn't watch a full game. But we're making this out like this is breaking news that we don't cover teams that, that, that don't, that not, not the Lakers. Uh, we barely cover the Knicks. We only do when they're bad, right? And that's really a story. Maybe a little Jalen Brunson. We cover the big-name players and the big-name teams. And I think Jokic is hurt by location, by the fact they haven't won a title, by the fact that he's foreign-born. Um, more so than anything else. Like, am I missing something in this argument that, man, you should all be covering the the Nuggets more? No, I think you hit the hit the nail on the head. And, you know, I... Not that Chris Mannix needs any like sympathy or support, but it's a shame that the 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 crux of his comments were completely taken out of context. He's saying that when you compare to just all the stories going on with the Lakers and the Warriors and the Suns and the Clippers, and there are a lot of moving pieces with those franchises, the the Nuggets' interesting stories just aren't as compelling. And so, you know, this Fox Twitter outrage over it is just nonsense. I mean, look, I've written about the Nuggets this past year. I've also written about other teams. And the reality is I think that it doesn't have to be an either-or. Ideally, you know, whether we're talking hoops on your show or, or you know, myself writing about things, it's not about, you know, chasing clicks and doing the sensational stuff, but you're writing about things that people care about, right? And so clearly, even if Nikola Jokic is interesting of having another MVP caliber season, Jamal Murray overcoming his ACL injury, Michael Porter Jr., the back injury, Michael Malone doing a masterful job with his coaching, the fact that the Nuggets, you know, are in the NBA Finals for the first time in franchise history since they've been in the NBA. Yeah, they're all compelling stories, but when you compare it to the other teams that we're talking about, like, it just doesn't move the needle uh, from a national audience or a casual sports fan. So I, 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 it's just a shame that that's causing such fake outrage, but I guess that's how, what Twitter is all about here. Yeah, that's what... Do, do, can you, I mean, like, I know you've worked for two different outlets this year, can you track have you been able to track the the number of downloads or the number of clicks on the stories in comparison to other stories? Yeah, look, uh, you know, my different times, I've certainly written about the Nuggets, certainly written about Jokic. I mean, philosophically, they're always interested in, you know, compelling stories, interesting stories, anytime you can get access with notable players. But the reality is the numbers were what they were. Whether it was the Nuggets or any small market team, it just didn't register the same way with, you know, the Lakers or Warriors. And again, like I worked with outlets where it wasn't about chasing clicks, right? It's about finding good, interesting, relevant stories that caters to a national audience as well as even casual sports fans. And even when you hit all those buttons, it's just the the numbers don't lie. So, you know, again, uh, you know, there's people that cover those teams that do great work and they should be read. But this idea that we're going to pile on Chris Mannix for saying that these high-profile teams, which with much fluid moving parts that have more ramifications over the state of their franchise, get a lot more attention, is a source of outrage. Is just beyond me. Um, okay, help, help me out with this. Uh, I feel like I feel like um, it's not a full-blown hurricane. But if you ever watch the Weather Channel in your hotel room, getting ready to go to a game, and you know they're like, "Hey, if you look here off Antigua." In a week, this could be a problem, right? 
<laughs> I feel like that's where we are with the Celtics and Heat. They win game four. Game five's back home now. No Gabe Vincent. And you're like, you know, I, Celtics get game five. That's a lot of pressure. And it's not like Gabe Vincent comes off a sprained ankle and he's like, okay, good as new for game six. Feels like there's something brewing there in this series. Very well much so. I mean, look, Doug, he's the third leading scorer behind Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo for the Heat, and they've already been nursing injuries with Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo. And on paper, I mean, the Celtics should have been in control of the series in every series during the playoffs so far. They were, you know, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference for a reason. That being said, I don't think the Celtics are going to be the first team in NBA history to overcome an 0-3 series deficit. And I think in fairness to the Heat, they're not a traditional eighth seed either. Like, they fell to number eight because of injuries, most notably to Jimmy Butler during the regular season. So, I do think the Heat take care of biz, even with Boston, but look, it's not inevitable. There is a formula that they can make history and at least, you know, make this interesting in forcing a game six. So, yeah, I'll, I'll certainly tune in. It should be a fun one. Um, all right, uh, Kyrie Irving, you know, he doesn't want people to speculate that just because he shows up at a Lakers game that he wants to be a Laker. But, of course, he wants people to speculate, right, Doug? <laughs> Come on, dude. Like, actions, actions, not words. Um, help me out. Like, it feels like Trey Young potentially on the move. Feels like Kyrie Irving potentially on the move. Lakers have some moving pieces. What are you most confident about? What, what relocation are you most confident about? in this upcoming offseason? I think Kyrie Irving, just by virtue of the fact that he's a free agent, um, so that it just seems inevitable. And while Dallas has said publicly we'd like to retain him, I think it's one thing to retain him on a short-term deal than a long-term deal. So I don't think he's going to stay with Dallas now. Does that mean that he's going to be with the Lakers? Look, with the Lakers and with LeBron, you never rule anything out. But I think, you know, since the trade deadline and clearly what they did prior to that, I think the Lakers have pivoted into this whole idea of the possibility of getting Kyrie. I mean, they were always enamored with his basketball skill set. I think that they had internal optimism that because of who LeBron James is as a player and his history with Kyrie, that that locker room could hold him more accountable. But I think at the end of the day, they wound up pivoting toward let's get a bunch of pieces as opposed to Kyrie, not only because of Kyrie's unpredictableness, but also the idea that if there were any lessons to be learned about the Russell Westbrook fiasco is that not only do you have to have a player that you know what you're signing up for on and off the court, but you can't sacrifice depth and long-term assets. So I don't think that the Lakers are going to lean toward getting Kyrie. Um, but look, the NBA is always fluid. The Lakers always have the soap opera feels. So buckle up and strap in. It'll be fun. There's this uh, carousel in coaching, right? You have, And usually in coaching, it's like, are we going to do a retread or are we going to give a young guy a shot? The difference in these retreads are uh, Monty Williams is coaching the NBA Finals. Nick Nurse has won a championship. Frank uh, Vogel's won a championship. Doc Rivers has won a championship, right? The hardest thing to do in the NBA is to get the respect of a locker room. And the way to get the respect of the locker room is to win a championship. But to win a championship, you have to have the respect of a locker room, right? Yeah. So, so uh, help me out. Best guess. What are these guys? Who lands where? That's a good question, Doug, because I think that the, the thing that we have to also keep in mind is that these 
coaching searches have been slow moving for a reason, partly because of the fact that these championship coaches have leverage. I think that also there's a possibility of more coaching changes, whether it's with the Celtics, with Joe Missoula. Um, I'd hate to think, and I, I certainly don't think that the Nuggets will have a coaching change if they lose in the finals. I mean, Michael Malone's been great, but don't rule out the Celtics. So as far as like which is the first domino to fall, uh, it's a tough guess, but if I had to put a guess on it, I think it would be the Phoenix Suns, um, just because you know that idea of having a chance to coach Kevin Durant is very compelling. Having a, co- a chance to coach Devin Booker is very compelling, even if there are you know a lot of questions about the roster and their depth and makeup. What do they do? It just seems like that would be the most attractive for any of those head coaches that are in demand to feel interested in. Where when you look at everything else, yeah, the Milwaukee Bucks are very great too, but there's I think a feeling that they're going to be even more slow moving with their process with that. And then with the Philadelphia 76ers, there's just a lot of question marks about, you know, if James Harden's even back and what the direction they're going to go in. So if I had a guess, and it is a guess, but I think the Suns will be the first team to figure out who their coach is. But this is a fluid, and as you put, coaching carousel for a reason. Mark, you're the best, man. Really appreciate you joining us. Look forward to talking with you soon. Thank you so much for joining us. Right back at you, Doug. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This 
is uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you from the Tyrac.com studios. Game time is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save. Progressive.com. Let's get to a game with Ryan Finley. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. What do you got, Brian? Yeah, Doug, our game is... <laughs> I feel a draft. So what's going to happen here, coming off of Stephen A. Smith's proclamation on the Tamron Hall show, that he wants to be the biggest TV personality ever. We're going to go around the room in in sort of a draft format to rank our favorite sportscasters of all time. Doug, you'll have the first pick and the eighth pick, and then Jason, number two and number seven. I'll be three and six, and then John will get the back-to-back. But Doug, you get first pick. Favorite favorite sportscaster of all time? Of all time. I love the term sportscaster. I'm not really sure what a sportscaster is these days. I know what a sportscaster used to be in the olden days. Would anybody like to... John, would you like to make a switch to get the number one overall pick? Uh, if I switch, so you get four and five, and I would get one and... What, what's his one other one? And eight. I would just get one. Only one. Oh, um, only the first... Oh, okay. Hmm. So one for four? Yeah, because I don't think my pick is your pick. So, John, um, do you want the number one no, overall pick? No, I don't. Pick? <laughs> Jason, do, do you want the number one overall well, pick? I think the first question is, do you think when Les Snead um, calls Tom <laughs> Telesco and says, do you want to switch picks in the first round, Telesco's like, um, the pick I want is not the pick you want. <laughs> as, as his answer to the question, do, do you want to switch? Uh, and John, he's, he's left-handed in golf, too. Um, I will switch with you, Doug. Okay, there we go. I get the two and the seven, and you get the one. Yep. and uh, I'll take them. That's a, that's a trade. That let, that's, send it to the commissioner. Go ahead there, Jason. Bob Costas goes first off the board. Uh, he has all the skill set, play-by-play. Yep. He's hosted Olympics yep. and Super Bowls. He's won like 90 Emmys. I'm not sure how he's done it in only like 20 years. And then uh, his opinions are almost always spot on. So Bob Costas is off the uh, off the board. Brian, would you like to trade? I'll give you the second, okay, the third, and and the sixth pick. I will take you on that, Doug. I'm going with Dick Emberg as my favorite sportscaster all time. Obviously, roots with UCLA way back in the day. He's done everything, Olympics, you name it. The definition of class, super talented, great voice, awesome storyteller. He, Doug, is my first selection, the second overall in this draft. All right, so I'm like, uh, I'm basically like the. Rockets and Thunder the next the Thunder <laughs> the next couple of years with all these picks. Um, okay, number three, I'm going to take modern day sportscaster. Hmm, I'm going to take Dan Patrick. Um, Keith and Dan synonymous with anybody who grew up watching Sports Center, and since then with all the other stuff he's hosted, and of course Sunday Night Football, but now hosting a national radio show. He is the foremost current sports athlete, coach, interviewer. I'll go with Dan at number three. I wouldn't say this. I would not say he's obviously 
he's well known and he's just uh, for me the best and that's Vince Scully. So I would take Vince Scully fourth. He did bat, he did golf, he did baseball, he did NFL. Got it. Well tight on time, okay. Johnny. Hey, John, you got the back-to-back, right? Oh, yes. uh, Jim Lampley. Jim Lampley at number uh, some Jim four. Lampley. All right, number six, guys. I'm going Neil Everett. No, you don't have the pick. Oh, I, I traded I, I, it. That's I, right. I, 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 oh. I traded that pick. Oops. Oops. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take um, Ian Eagle. Ian, Ian Eagle. Unbelievably talented at everything he does. Number seven, I'm going to go with Mike Tarico. Mike Tarico. Italian, number, by the way. He's Italian. Uh, he's uh, not Italian. There's another um, country close there. Um, anyway, uh, let's see here. I need number eight. Most talented, best sportscaster. I go with John Madden. John Madden. John Madden to me is easy. Um, relatable, likable, taught us about football, felt like, made you feel like you were on his couch and he was just talking ball. Job man. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. JJ, JJ Watt tweeted something really interesting. We're going to get into that next on the Doug Gottlieb Show from the Tyrac.com studios. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 